I think we're recording. It's Speak Your Peace, Big E, Scott Conkin on the podcast, SYP Podcast. Let's Finally, go. let's fucking do this. I am done with this shit. Uh, <laughs> in case you were listening to the audio version on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, we now have a video version. We are on YouTube. You can now see my ugly-looking quarantine look with the peach fuzz and the long hair. Uh, Scotty's actually looking pretty good for quarantine. I don't know what you, what are you doing during quarantine to look so good? Got my haircut. Um, just getting, getting outside, getting some sunshine. You know, beautiful and sunny here in Squamish. I'm sure in Burnaby as well. I kind of, well, I, I was outside a lot. I don't know if you can see, but I was outside quite a bit yesterday and I kind of burned myself a little because I was out nice. in the sun a bit too, a bit too much, you know. Hey too- man, that's. That is nothing, right? Trying to get some of that Detroit red on my skin here. That's what I was kind of aiming for. <laughs> uh, welcome to the pod, Scott. This is going to be a hockey podcast and probably maybe even just sports too. Who knows? Again, you know. I want to show this. Blake Como on the magazine. Prospects. This is what year is this actually? This is... Yeah, what year? What, 06 maybe? That's a, actually, that's correct. Spring 2006. Yep. Uh, hockey Prospects. Blake Como and the Rockets take aim at fourth Memorial Cup. That's right. Yeah, they had a good team that year too. I think they had Ben. Ben was on their squad that year. I think a couple other guys too that were notable. Notable. Kinda. Any notable names there? Pardon? Any notable names? Um, other than Como? Uh, what else? We um. Uh. Mart Martin Buron and Matthew Buron are in are got a side by side here. Together. Yep. Um, I don't know any of those players. Uh, Ryan Russell and Chris Russell. Okay. Uh, I don't remember a lot about 2000. I think there's a former Everett Silver Tip, uh, Peter Mueller mentioned in here. Really? I think so. Mark, uh, Mark Stahl and Sidney Crosby sort of in a side-by-side. Oh, but they, were, they didn't play for the Rockets. No, no, they're just talking about, uh, like... Where is it here? Oh, Justin Poggy, Poggy, um, prospects, I guess. Anyways, um, kind of ironic because now, fourteen years later, the Rockets were supposed to host the Mem again, and now it got canceled because of COVID. Yeah. Oh. What can you do? Uh, sports are back. Twenty-three. Sports are- the Cup will be back, right? I don't know. I don't know if the Cup's going to be back in Kelowna. It's not. It, it's not going to be back next year. They're going to go out somewhere in Ontario. They're going to go. To um, either uh, the Sioux or Oshawa okay. next year. Next year. Next year, and yeah. then I don't know when it's gonna what it's gonna do for the Dub in 2023. They might do Kelowna. They might do Kamloops. I know they were talking about in this last round with the WHL. They Kamloops put a bid. I think Victoria put a bid. Not a real like hardcore bid, but a bid. And um, I think maybe Lethbridge too. Uh, but any, anyway, yeah. sports are back. Sports are back. US Liga, May 15th. And National Jersey, my boys, Bayern Munich. And I'm going to be rooting. We got back I'm going to be rooting for Schalke 04. Um, that should be cool. I'm excited for that. I don't know anybody on the team. Uh, manager, American David Wagner. Um, that's it. That's all I know. Go, go Schalke. NHL draft 2020. You want to you want to go? Okay, so we'll do the NHL draft. They're still gonna go with it as usual, uh, with a virtual draft. But 
But I think they're changing up the lottery system. So, like, for example, Detroit will either pick first or second. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I think, again, as you work through it out, normally um, in, past, in the past few years, recently at least, uh, it's been the top three teams in the lottery. So that's why Philly jumped from 14 to 3 one year. Like, just that sort of thing. Yeah. That happens. It, or whoever it was, maybe Dallas, 14 to 3. Well, I think, I think what it is now is that, like, non, I don't know how they're going to do it, but non-playoff teams, however they decide to do it, um, can jump, but they can't get into the top three, I think, or top two. They can, Except, they can jump one or two spots, but nothing more. Yeah, so that that's what's going to be happening um, in, this, in this draft. We're going to do a mock draft. You and I are going to alternate picks for the upcoming 2020 draft. Um, currently, the standings right now, we have Detroit... Uh, Ottawa, Ottawa, because Ottawa has the San Jose pick at number three. Uh, the LA Kings, yeah. the, the Anaheim Ducks, New Jersey Devils, Buffalo, Montreal, and Chicago. That should round out your top ten, or bottom ten, cool. however you want to look at it in the draft. So, we're going to... Alright, so, your wings are on the clock. So, I'm going to go first, then. I'm going to take Alexis Lafreniere. I think it's quite obvious. The dude has 112 points in 52 games with Ramuski this year. Um... The kid's a stud. The kid's electric. He's going to be the best player in this draft class, I have no doubt. Uh, he's going to be a superstar for whatever team he goes for. Like, even if he goes to Ottawa, I think he's going to be the best player on Ottawa for a long time. Any franchise can build around him. Uh, right. Alexis Lafreniere, it's the, it's the dude. It's the pick. It's the move. Best, best player in the draft. Best player in the draft by, by a, yep. a, a, a wide margin, I would say. Wow, that's that's a hot like, take. Like like I think like I think Lafreniere is on another level, another tier compared to the like. Not to say that these other guys in this draft are bad. Like I think this is a really really solid draft class overall from like round one through three. I think it's a really solid draft class. I just think right. that Lafreniere is in another tier compared to anybody else. Yeah, I know for sure. He's again, he's been electric, and at, especially the juniors, he put on an absolute show. Like. No, no arguments from here. No arguments on the side of the camera. So, um, should we move to number two? You want to do number two? So, you, you can have the number two pick, and you can take a player That's for big. Ottawa and decide who the Sens should go with with the number two overall pick. All right. So, Senators, they need, some for, they, need, they need a lot of things. But I think what they need is a big, tall, lanky center at a Sudbury. Quinn Byfield, I think he'll be an absolute force with the Senators. He, for, to me, he screams of Guinea Malkin. That's his, I think that's his closest comparable, and it, it's been obvious since I last I first saw him play early November. Quinn Byfield, second overall to the Senators. I think we both agree he could use another year of junior just to really yeah. refine his skills because he, I don't want to say he looked lost, but he was struggling a little bit in the juniors. Yeah, but I think he wasn't wasn't quite the time for him. And again, being a 19-year-old uh, tournament, it's hard as a 17-year-old to really break in and put on an absolute show, right? So I think for him, doing what he did was impressive. But again, next year at the juniors in Red Deer and Edmonton, he'll put on an absolute show. He'll be the top dog for sure. Um, see what happens. Well, and again, it's part of just you know how Tim Hunter runs his junior team. It's yeah. part of just how he runs it and how he you know organizes it. Because I know there was... 
quite a few question marks about the guys that he left off the team. Like, I think he left off Peyton Krebs, I know, was another was a guy that people were interested in, and Alex Newhook. Perfetti also didn't make Perfetti, the too. Uh, we'll talk about him later on. But it's yep. just how Tim Hunter runs his team. It's nothing against Byfield. Like, I don't think Byfield's a, a, a shitty player because he didn't do well in the, in the juniors this year. Yeah. He also didn't see much ice. He only saw about two yeah. of ice per game, I believe. It, was, it wasn't much. So you, you're going to take Byfield second overall then with Ottawa. I'll take... Ottawa. Third overall. Center. I'm going to take Ottawa's third overall pick here. Um, I re- I really like the direction the Sens are going. Like, I was critical for a while there because they, they were obviously tanking. But right. I think the move for Ottawa is Jamie Drysdale, third overall, D-man out of Erie. Um, he's been comped to, again, like a smaller Bowen Byram. And Byram's a tall guy. But I, I think Drysdale fits what Ottawa likes in D-men and just, you know, breakout guys, guys who can carry the puck over the blue line and do whatever. Um, you know, they got that guy with Thomas Shabbat right now, and I don't know if they would eventually put Shabbat and Drysdale on the same line together, but, yeah. um, you know, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to say, but I think Drysdale is the play uh, if, yep. you're, if you're Ottawa. I like that. So, so number four. So do you want me to take? Do you want me to take four because that's the LA Kings, and then you can take your Anaheim Ducks at five. Sure. Sure. Let's do that. All right. You pick four. I'll pick five. All right. So this guy's really got a lot of media attention in the last six months. I would say he's really picked up steam, and I'm going to say it's uh, it's uh, Timmy Stutzel out of Germany. Uh, I, yeah. I just think I I don't think he's going to go first overall, and. Judging by this, we don't have them going into top three, but I would not right. be I would not be surprised if Ottawa decided to take Stutzel instead of Byfield. I think by I would rather have Byfield over Stutzel. I I don't think you're wrong with that, but I I think LA almost runs up to the podium just to get Stutzel, just to make sure oh. that like you know he's the guy. I don't know if he's somebody yeah. you build around, but I I think he's probably the best pick at number four for the LA Kings. Yeah, I think again if he. If he falls anything out of the top three, I think that's a steal right away. He's he's a dynamic player, and he's going to be someone. He's played with men already. I think yeah. he'll. It's, it's great in the juniors, and he might be back there again. Either way, he'll be he'll be a force for you. I can believe he's a great player, and I'm obviously if if he falls to my ducks at five, I will be thrilled because I think he's a great player. Well, it's kind of inter- um, it kind of it's kind of interesting too. It speaks to the level actually. You know, you're wearing the jersey, but where German hockey is now. Yeah, no, like for like sure. German hockey has really like especially under the tutelage of Marco Marco Sturm, who was the head coach of the men's national team for a while. It really goes to you know show the improvement and the progress that Germany has made as a you know hockey organization and a hockey nation over the last five Absolutely. ten years. You see it in the juniors too, yeah. and how well their performance is. Yeah, they've been again. They've been better. They put put together some good teams, and, and I know in the Olympics in twenty eighteen, they were they won silver. Yeah. They were so mental that they lost to the Olympic athletes of Russia. Um, but again, they had a great team. And I know the NHLers weren't there, but still, just go to show you how well the program has progressed. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, they probably should have won gold because, you know, Russia really shouldn't have had their Olympic athletes there. But that's an ar- another argument for another time. This is just an NHL mock draft. That's another point. Anyways, number five. So my Ducks. Your Ducks. Uh-huh. 
Wow, this is, you know, there's a lot of ways I can go with this one. Um, lots Again, lots of players on the board. Um, I think when he, Ian, you and I were talking before, I picked someone else, but I'm actually going to change my pick. I'm going to go with uh, Jack Quinn. Ooh. Out of the, the Ottawa 67s. Ooh, I like that. Um, who do you think it, Who do you think for your for your Ducks is your your prospect that you build around? Like your future guy? Is it Sam Steele? Is that the future guy that like your your future prospect you're building around? It's it's tough. It's tough to say. Again, Sam Steele hasn't been particularly amazing, but again, like we gotta give him some time. He still needs some time to develop. I think he's a phenomenal hockey player, and I think he will be the. He's the guy. I think he's a top one. I think he's a top top one center. Yeah. He'll be. He's an excellent player. Like, um, and again, putting just thinking about putting Quinn on his on his right wing. Like, both score. Sam Steele will dish in the puck. Quinn will put it in the net. Like, they're both fast guys. They both have speed speed with them. Like, it it was it was just difficult for Anna. Like, I don't know if you can really blame. Anybody for struggling with Anaheim this year? I think it was just kind of the team was just struggling kind of overall, if you know what I mean. But they had some injury issues as well, some things that didn't quite go right. And again, Gibson, if he keeps facing thirty-five plus shots a night, like he's not going to stop them all. No, exactly. So. Um, all right, so you took Quinn number five for your Ducks. New Jersey's yeah. on the clock at number six. Really disappointing from the Devils this year. I really, yeah. I really thought they were going to be a playoff team. Uh, it's too bad. Great pieces just couldn't couldn't blend together. Well, part of it is they didn't have a goalie. They didn't have really a goalie that they could build around. Right. So I know we were going with this. No, I'm going to zag. I'm going to zag. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to take Lucas Raymond for the Devils. Wow. I'm going to take. I, I think. I think Askarov makes sense on a certain level yeah. for them, but Lucas Raymond, I think it's just too good to pass up here at six. Yeah, I, I okay. think I think the Devils really would like somebody to replace Hall, if that makes sense. And I don't know if Lucas Raymond is that guy. I don't know if he, you know, he he can play. From what I've heard, he can play either wing. You know, he's played with some men in Sweden. Yeah, I I have Lucas Raymond going to the Devils at six. I don't know if that's a hot take. I don't know if that's wow. too that's... too high or too low, but that's okay. that's that's my hey. that's my hot take. There you go. We're all about hot takes here, Speaky Bees. So exactly. That's a good one. I like that. So you okay. so now you're on the clock with Buffalo. Wow. Okay. That's tough. It's Buffalo, just, they're, they're another underwhelming... They, but they've been underwhelming for a while, though, unfortunately. Yeah. See, I don't know... If, I don't know if they need a goalie. That's the thing. Because, yeah, it's it's hard to say. I think, again, goalie. Um, I just don't think... No, you know what? Just kind of looking at who's coming up. Um, he's the pick. Let's take a scar at number eight or seven with the Sabres, right? Uh, seven. Seven. Let's take him at seven with the Sabres. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, seven. Uh, yeah. With, with, with Buffalo. Um, I, I think Eichel is the face of that franchise for them. Oh, I, 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 I think they have to keep building around Eichel and eventually it'll just work out. Um, yep. I, I don't think... Eichel and Dulling. Dullian's going to be 
unbelievable. Yeah, and I don't think you can really blame them if they take Askarov there. I don't think people are going to be... I don't think Sabres fans are going to be upset, and I don't think anybody really should be. It's yep. it's just... What's the answer? Like, what? what it, like, there's got to be something there that's going to work, and maybe it's Askarov. I don't know. Uh, I, I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if they took you know Lucas Raymond there too which, for somebody to play with. Yeah, and again, even someone like Perfetti, really skilled finesse winger, someone that can you know create plays and help set up Eichel because again Eichel's got an elite shot and Perfetti on a wing with him would be fun to watch too. Yeah, so you're gonna take Askarov seventh then. Yep, number uh, eight. And so I'm, we have Montreal here at number eight. Lots of different ways you can go with Montreal here. Um, yep. Hmm. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Jake Sanderson. I wow. I think Montreal would take Sanderson eight. I really like him. I think he's the second best D man in the draft. He's playing out of the U.S. National Development yep. Team, and yep. I think they're worried about Chicago maybe taking him with the pick uh, upcoming pick. At nine. At nine. And I think that's why Montreal might take him. I don't know how many more years Weber has left. Um, I don't know even if Sanderson's really the top D. I think eventually he could be a top D man for a team. But I think the, I think the Habs go with Sanderson. I don't think it's, and it's bad. I don't think it's bad for Montreal to add defensive depth either. So I think Sanderson's probably two or three years away from you know joining them. But yeah. But again, he's a good player. He'll be he'll be a good piece of that team, right? So he, he, and he's kind of what they have, what they used to have in PK Subban almost. I don't know if he's as yeah. I don't think I don't know if he's as elite on both sides of the puck yet on offense or defense. I don't know if he's elite in either yeah. yet, but he can develop into something. And and he, yeah, and the Habs have no, had some sure. good and the Habs have had some good success. The Habs have had some good success. I can't speak. With um, U.S. national development team players like Ryan Poiling, you know, Poiling is you know another example where they've had some success coming out of the U.S. national team. So yep. I'm, I'm going to take Sanderson eight to Montreal. So who am I picking at nine? You got Chicago on the clock, the Blackhawks. Blackhawks. So I think you're right. You were t- talking about earlier about Sanderson that the Hawks would probably take him. Kind of someone to replace Keith and Seabrook, someone to kind of come in and fill that role. Because again, Keith, Keith's on his way out, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think here, they t- took Doc last year. I think we need to go with the winger. Cole Perfetti is the pick here at nine. I think he, he I mean, based on TSN's rankings, he, they have him at four. But getting him at nine is an absolute steal. So I think the Hawks will be thrilled with that pick. I think um, I think Perfetti has arguably the widest range of any play any player because I know at the beginning of the year people thought of him as a top three you know people at the beginning of the year thought of Lafreniere Byfield Perfetti as the top three and yeah. now you know it it wouldn't be shocking if Perfetti drops all the way down to nine yeah because it, it's just like the NHL draft is such a crapshoot to begin with anyways. Um, but but Perfetti, I I think it makes a lot of sense with Chicago taking him at nine, um, getting a winger. Absolutely. Okay, let's let's round out the top ten and we'll move on to something else. All right. So we had D 
Detroit, Ottawa, Ottawa, LA, Anaheim, New Jersey, Buffalo, Montreal, Chicago. So Detroit took Lafreniere. You had Ottawa taking Byfield. I had Ottawa taking Drysdale. And then I took LA and Stutzel. You took Anaheim and Quinn, which I think is probably the most surprising pick, I think, of anybody in that first uh, yeah. top 10 hot take. Uh, I took Lucas yeah. Raymond with the Devils. Yep. Askarov went to Buffalo. Um, Sanderson went to Montreal, and Perfetti went to Chicago. Yep. I don't think there. I don't think that's out of the, you know out of the range of what could possibly happen in the first round. Yep. In the top ten. So, top ten. You're gonna round it out. You uh, lost it. You have ten. Um. New Jersey. They, this is New Jersey's pick. Well, on how our if you're looking at the league standings right now, Arizona's tenth, twentieth, or twenty second, or, or whatever, twenty first. So looking at league right. standings, Arizona is that pick, but they traded that pick for Taylor Hall. I don't again. I don't oh, know what the right. standings are going to be like for the draft order when it happens in June. So technically, this is a New Jersey pick. Um, you know. Perfetti would have been another, you know, they could have just added two wingers in Raymond and Perfetti. Um, yeah. God, I don't know. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Marco Rossi. Yeah, I was gonna just say that. I'm I was gonna, gonna go say with Marco. Exactly. I, I think this is again, because part of it too is just taking who you think is the best player available, and all these scouts and teams have different ideas or whoever they think is the best player available. Rossi, right. Rossi, I think, will be a top 10 player. He's had some outstanding numbers with the Ottawa 67s this year. And like oh, he, yeah. He's, he's averaging two points a game with them. Um, right. Again, he might be like Byfield a bit too in that he needs another year of junior. But... No, sure. Again, but Rossi's going to turn out really well. I think he's a, an elite player. I, he's small. He's small, yeah. so he's going to... I think he'll be like a drill. Yeah, yeah, he, and I think with Rossi too, you know, he's been a setter most of this year, like he's been, you know, running the top line center for Ottawa this year. I think you could, you could put him at any position, depending again, how much he grows and how much he develops, but there's a way you can put Rossi at, you know, almost any position, any forward position. And, you know, based on the picks and how they turned out, there's a chance that um, New Jersey gets both Quinn and Rossi. Yeah, no, exactly, like, you know... New, like depending on how the draft order order goes, New Jersey has a lot of room, a lot of leg room. Ottawa has a lot of leg room here too. Yeah. Um, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with the uh, mock draft? A uh, couple other prospects I, I'd want to just mention here before we go. The guy I really like is Connor Zary. I don't know if he's a top. Yeah. Ten, I don't know if he's a top ten guy from Kamloops, but I've really liked him all year. I love his game. Two hundred foot player. I know that's kind of a cliche, but. You really saw it with with him and Kamloops, so he makes a lot of sense. Um, I like so I was surprised Montreal wouldn't have picked Hendricks Lapierre, which is a thing they might they might pick. Lapierre, yeah, go ahead. I would say the have may pick Hendricks Lapierre. You know, some plays out of Shakutami in the Quebec Major Junior League. So again, who knows? That's and that's, again, that's a very viable option to happen, but we'll see. I know people are worried about the injury concern with them. When he's been healthy, he's been solid, but it's just the injuries are, are a bit of a concern. Um, and it's kind of too bad because, you know, 
he's been with Shakutami this year, and Shakutami made a lot of moves at the deadline to go and contend for the Q this year and potentially make a mem run. And unfortunately, it just didn't pan out because of COVID. But, yeah. you know, he's somebody, again, somebody that teams should look out for and teams, you know, I wouldn't be surprised either if he, you know, sneaks into the top 10. I think he's more of the 10 to 20 range, but it depends yeah. on injuries. Depends on injuries and depends what teams like in him, right? Because you never know. He's kind of like this year's Peyton Krebs almost a bit in terms of just yeah. a guy with an in, you know, with injury concern. Nobody really knows where he's going to go or who's going to pick him, but he, he makes a lot of sense to win healthy on a lot of different teams. Absolutely. So, All right. You want to talk about then the uh, the 2022 Winter Olympics? Let's do it. All right. So they're going to be in Beijing, I believe, which I don't know how well that's going to go over with China hosting Winter Olympics. Um, so we 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 showed it. We we I shared something with you yesterday about the actual standings or you know the groups that are going to be. Yeah. Let me just. Yeah, so you got Group A right now. This is what the standings are currently today. Uh, as of Friday, May 8th, you have Canada, U.S., Germany, and China playing in Group A, which is actually, like, I don't know how good China's men's hockey team is, but at least just Canada, U.S., Germany is going to be a tough group to get out of or at least into a yeah. into a quarterfinal stage. Group B, you yeah. have Russia, the Czechs, and the Swiss. Again, really tough group to get out of. Uh, they're looking yep. for a third qualifier, and then Group C is Finland, Sweden, and then two qualifiers. I don't know who the qualifiers are potentially going to be. So, based based on the world world rankings and teams that aren't there, so Latvia and Slovakia look like they'll probably be yeah. on that list. Um, Belarus, maybe. Um, there's some other teams again in the mix. Again, it just all depends on who's going to make it from the qualifiers, right? I, I was thinking Slovakia and Latvia are probably going to be in there. Um, Slovenia, maybe with Kopitar? Yeah, Slovenia was another team I was thinking of. Um, Austria, again, you never know with some of those European yeah. countries. Who knows? Uh, yeah. But we're going we're gonna to mock or preview what Team Canada's roster is going to look like in 2022. How do you want to do this? Do you want to do lines or just players? or? I think let's do, let's do uh, lines. Let's do lines. I watch it. Maybe I'll do forwards and goalies for Canada. You can do forwards and goalies for the U.S. and I'll do the defense for the U.S. Sure. Um, yeah, that, that could work. You you go. You start then. You go ahead. You 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 go with what you want to go with first. All right. So I think forwards. I think a lot of these picks will be pretty often. Again, there's going to be some debate third and fourth lines, but I think um, down the middle, I think we're going to have McDavid, Crosby as your top two centers for sure. No doubt about it. There. I don't think anyone's going to dispute that. So McDavid, Crosby, 1 and 2, 2 1 and 2, 1 A, 1 B, whatever you want to call it. Uh, on McDavid's wings, I think you got to put Mark Shifley on the right, and you got to put on the left um, Taylor, Hall, Taylor Hall. Guys with speed, guys with some skill. So a bit, bit of a speed line there. Um, second line with Crosby, I think you're going to be putting uh, Bergeron, Marchand on each wing. Bergeron can take some draws here and there. And again, they were dynamic at the 2016 World Cup. I realize it's six years in advance, but who knows? Yeah. Um, third line, this one gets a little tougher. I think this. I'm just gonna throw a bunch of names in there that could that will and could fit. Um, Mark Stone, Mitch Marner, Braden Point. Um, I think we gotta put um, uh, what's his name, Ryan O'Reilly, in there too. Um, Sean Couturier. 
is another one that comes to mind. Um, and I think there's one or two more for sure. Um, just trying to think up top of my head. Maybe Stammer, Stamkos. Put him in there as a 13 forward. Um, Jonathan Huberto, another guy that comes to mind. I, so I think, I, I, I'm not trying to steal your thunder here. I, Matt Barzell, I don't know if Matt Barzell is a name that would get any credibility either, but I, I yeah, I like all those names that you have on there. I think Demer and Barzell will be the two guys that are probably fighting for the last spot. That's my guess. So, probably, yeah, Stammer and Barzell for the last spot. Interesting. Up. Canadian defense, let's see it. Um, I actually, this might be a hot take for you. I would actually put Kale McCarr on the top D pair for Team Canada at the Olympics. I don't know if that's a oh. hot take. Nope, I am fully on board with that. Uh, I think you got to go, depending on how well he does, like obviously, like it, it's still quite a way long ways to think about it shea weber i think would also be somebody else you know they could be top line mccarr on left weber right um i got i got drew dowdy on there too i think dowdy although he's been struggling a bit dowdy is somebody that still should get some recognition credibility um his experience will be vital especially in the 2022 games yes uh i got i got dougie hamilton I like Dougie Hamilton. I got him playing on second line right D uh, with Dowdy. Yep. I don't know how much of a fit that is because I think Hamilton's more the offensive guy. Dowdy could be more stay at home. It, it's just, you know, just spitballing here. Sidebar question Are you the kind of person that likes the left right handed D pairings or do you care? I don't really care. I mean, I, I prefer just best players. I think you just bring yeah. the best guys, and that gives you the best opportunity to win. Um, it'll be interesting to see who the head coach will be in 2022, because I know Babcock was big left-righty guy. Um, yeah. I, I don't know who the head coach would be, who would be up for consideration. It, it that That's that that's still... Derek Frost is there, Lava yeah. left there. Like, we'll see. There's, that, that's debatable about who could go coach that Olympic team. Uh, yeah. Finally, sort of my third D pair, I got Morgan Riley on the left side, and I got Alex Petrangelo on the right side. That yeah. that Riley one is a bit of a hot take, I know, but again, on big ice, I assume Beijing is going to be big ice. That's yeah. going to be huge. Yeah. Who's your seventh? Uh, I got I actually got eight uh, D guys, but I got Tom, yeah. I got Thomas Shabbat and Aaron Ekblad. I like it. I, I actually really like Ekblad. I think more than some people do. So he could Ekblad, Ekblad could definitely like get into my top six. I could. I think put, Ekblad very underrated, and I, I agree with that. He'll be uh, someone that will fight for a last spot, but I think he'll be there. Like I could see Ekblad getting over Petrangelo at six, and I know like this is still like you know a year and a half away. It's still a bit of a hot take, but I, I can see Ekblad getting in, and I can see you know somebody like Shabbat getting in too. Like you just don't like as a seventh guy, because I think the I think the left side is really going to be tough. With you know I got Morgan Riley, I got Makar, I got Dowdy, and Shabbat. Like those those four guys alone are extremely talented. I just don't know where they fit yeah. or where they okay. get in. Again, so maybe some more play in the next year will probably clarify that more yeah. and more, but we'll see. So you, right. who you got for goalies? And if you don't include the one guy I'm thinking of, I'm going to scream and yell at you. <laughs> okay, so I'm allowed, I'm allowed three goalies, right? Yes, three goalies. So I think Jordan Bennington's there. I think Carey Price is there. 
and I think Devin Dubnik's there. No, I'm just kidding. Ah, no, I'm just kidding. It's going to be Carter Hart. Carter Hart's your third goalie. And again, if and they'll give him another year in the NHL. If he puts on a show, he might be number two. He might even be number one. You just don't know. Again, Ian, you and I have talked about the whole Carter Hart versus Jake Markstrom thing. I'm indifferent with it, but I think Carter Hart eventually will be the better goalie. So, to me, he makes he makes that team. Markstrom makes the Sweden team. We'll talk about the Sweden team more later. But um, Carter Hart with their goalie. Bennington Price will scrap and claw their way for one. So, yep. Yeah, I don't really have any problem with that because I think Price is still good enough that he's going to be somebody, you know, worth starting on your Olympic team in two years. Uh, Bennington... Again, assuming you know, assuming he's still playing off the par, he's going to be somebody who's definitely going to be competing for that starting spot. And oh, I and sure. I feel like Carter Hart's earned it. I feel like Carter Hart has really sh- you know shown quite a bit that he can be an Olympic goalie. He can be there if you need somebody. He's might, probably not starting or being the backup right away, but if he you know, I think he's earned the right to at least compete for that spot. He'll work his way up for sure. So. All right. Team Canada for you. Team USA. Team USA. Forward. I I I had some trouble with USA. Um, the first line I think was easy for me. I had Goudreau, Matthews, Kane. Yep. I don't I don't think that was any you know anything really troubling. No no arguments there. Uh, my second line, I got Kyle Connor, Jack yep. Eichel, Brock Besser. I don't think there's any problems right. there. Um, you know, my third line, you know, I got both the Kachucks on the wing and I got Dylan Larkin playing third. I really like that line just because I think Larkin, Larkin is the skill guy and you have the Kachucks who are physical. I don't know how physical it's going to be in the Olympics, but I think just have, you know, that could be a really good grind line, third line. Yeah. What about fourth? And my fourth line, I got, you know, Clayton Keller, Jack Hughes and the Brinkat. Interesting. Who's your 13th forward? Uh, Jake Gensel. Interesting. I I'm I'm not. I I think Gensel is good. I don't know if Gensel makes it necessarily, but he. Say, I think like it's just it's just me talking out loud, thinking out loud. James Henry, JBR should be there. Yeah, JBR has an argument there. Yeah, uh, I think he's he's a guy like scream like comes to mind right away. I think he's a great player, big power forward, got some speed, got some skill, like. Yeah. I, I just thought Gensel would be better on the bigger ice, but that's yep. just me. Um, yep. You, are, do you want to do D or goalies? I'll do American defense. Okay. Um, I think we know the, the American top goalie. I think we don't need to argue that one. Um, it's, well, it's, 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 it, it's Hellebuck, right? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Hellebuck. It's going to be Gibson. Whatever. We'll talk about that later. Yes. Um, defense. Um, I think top pair, got to put Slavin and John Carlson. I like that. Together. That's a good pair. Um, I think another guy, I think Suter's there. Suter for sure, I think he'll be on your left side. Um, again, I, I like the lefty-righty thing. I think yeah. being a hockey player, having that, being a defenseman, I'm not a defenseman, but talking to all my defense par- friends of mine, like they all like the lefty-righty thing. It just makes more sense. They can switch back and forth. It, for one time, whatever it is. Uh, Suter's there. Um, i trying to think who else I'd want to put there. I think Cam Fowler's there too. Cam's your seventh defenseman for sure. Um, I don't think he'll make top six, but he'll be he'll be there at least. Um, 
Charlie McAvoy. Yeah. Troy Krug. And I got I got one other name. I don't know if you're gonna mention him. Quinn Hughes, I think, has to be in consideration for that. I like that. Yeah. So, I'll, just to make it uh, easy for the viewers, um, Slavin and Carlson will be a top pair. Suter and Hughes will be your second pair. McAvoy, Krug, the the Boston connection will be there, and then Foot Camp Fowler as your seventh. I like that. I think that. I think that's. I I can't really complain with any of that. Um, so you want me to do goalies then? Yep. So, because you you know the obvious goalie is John Gibson. Of course he is. Uh, I think Hellebuck might get some consideration for the backup spot. Um, they'll be one A one B. They'll be Hellebuck. The problem with Hellebuck is that he's so hot and cold with me. Like there are times where I think he's like a really really good goalie, and then there are other times where I just like, is this guy good? Or is this like, yeah. you so, just don't know. You just don't know. I think the dude's talented. I have him on the team. Uh, probably awesome. a third goalie I would actually give some consideration maybe to is Jonathan Quick. I think Quick. Yeah. I think Quick is actually like probably will go down as one of the most underrated goalies of the of the tens of the last decade. Um, unfortunately, he's his team. His cup. Team, he's got he's a couple cups. cups. He's not underrated, so. Um, but I know what you're saying for sure. His team obviously hasn't performed as well as you wanted him to. And, you know, he's got some USA experience before. Like, he was, on, I think he was on the 2010 team. He was on the 2014 team. Um, you know, he can at least be a backup and provide some leadership, and he can be there for Team USA. I don't know if he's starting, but I, I think he's at least there to at least provide a bit of leadership and just a bit of confidence in the boys. Over there, absolutely. Okay, that sounds like good team. USA. Um, should we do Sweden next or Russia next? Let's do let's do Sweden. I think Sweden because I don't know what with Russia if they're gonna have Olympic athletes there too because they've been uh, kind of marred with all this drug stuff. But let's do Sweden. Sure. Now that, uh, we'll talk about Russia another pod. See if they're actually gonna come. If they're actually gonna join. Um, join the. Olympics. See what happens. Do Do you want to? What do you want to do for Sweden? Do forwards, D goalie. I'll do um, I'll do forwards. All right. Because I got a few I got a few ducks in there. So, um, so again, just I'll just I'm just gonna throw names out here. Like, no no one like I don't really have any set lines. I'll come up with lines as I go. Um, here, I think. Hey, hey, can, hey, can you hold on to the pod for a second while I go feed my dog? Yeah. You you hold on. You you keep the viewers interested. I'll be back. All right, viewers. Um. SLP mascot Caslow is uh, causing havoc in the McNaughton household. Again, undisclosed location in Burnaby, British Columbia. So we'll have to, uh, we'll see. So um, just a side note here. So Sweden's got a great team. Again, the Sedins are gone. Like They've lost some players out of the out of retirement and such. So Eden, Team Sweden. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, um, is, Zetter, is Zetterberg an option? <laughs> go go him, go ahead with Sweden forwards. Him and the Sedins are long gone. Long gone. Long gone. Out of commission. It's twenty twenty two, so four years. <laughs> They're gone. All right. So Philip Forsberg, Ooh. Uh, Nick with Backstrom are there, and I think um, a guy Gabe Landeskog. I think that's your first line. Okay. All right. Landeskog on the right, Backstrom in the middle, Forsberg on the left. All right. Nasty line. 
Um, I think next guy you got to go with. Uh, again, I'm, I'm just going to throw names out here. Marcus Johansson's there. Ricardo Raquel is there. Jake Silverberg's there. Um, yeah, just those are some wingers that obviously come to me right away. Um, just trying to think who else. These are all going to be my forwards. So, yeah, Johansson. Uh, to help you, Ian. What else are you thinking? Elias Pedersen. Yeah, Pete, uh, right. Petey. Petey Pedersen's your would be there. You know, yep. Lucas Raymond, I could almost make the argument for, I think. Um, yep. But I think, no, I think you're right with the wingers. Uh, I think you're, I think you're spot on. Um, Sweden, you know what's interesting with Sweden is that you look at their world junior marks and like they're undefeated in the last five, six years when it comes to group stage when it, with world juniors and they haven't won yeah. any medals. I don't know if the Olympics are going to be any different. They weren't that good in 2018. Um, they got to the gold in 2014. They lost in a, in a semi, you know, quarters, semis in 2010. Um, yeah. I don't know what, what Sweden's, you know, answer is or what Sweden does, but I think they have a really elite group of forwards that they can build around. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm going to give you some more names right now. So, Mika Zibanejad. Yeah. He's, he's there. Uh, like you said, Patterson's there. Will uh, Will Nylander's there for sure. Um, Arvidsson, dynamic for small guy, but he'll put on, he'll be an absolute force on that team. Pierkowski out of out of Colorado. Um, at least Lindholm out of Calgary, he'll be good. Uh, will Carlson out of Vegas. Um, Michael Backlund, solid fourth line. They'll be a good checking line. So yeah. Carlson, Backlund, and Raquel in the fourth line. Solid checking line. We'll be good to go. All right, do you want me to do some D pairs? Let's do some D pairs, yeah. My top D pair for Sweden has to be uh, Hedman and Rasmus Dahlin. I think that's the arguably best D pair you'll see in the tournament. In the tournament, yep, I like that. Just because of the the combination of both of them, Hedman's the stay-at-home guy, Dahlin, you know, obviously run the offense. Um, yep. You know, Klinberg... Your boy Hampus Lindholm. I know you were waiting for the Lindholm talk. Um, again, they're kind of the, they're they're kind of this you know the same but different if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I know you're saying. They're you know either one of them can stay at home. Either one of them can run the offense when they're out yep. there. All in the same. Yep. Um, Who's next? I'm I'm gonna go with Oscar Kleffbaum and Eric Carlson. It's really wow. it, it's really odd to me having Carlson on the third line but I think that's kind of speaks to his health a little bit I don't know if he's been entirely healthy this year either maybe COVID will help and you know give some time off so he can rest and prepare um Matthias Ekholm is my last my seventh guy for for Sweden so it's interesting to me you leave uh Oliver Ekman Larson I, I I know I was I was thinking about that and he probably will be on the team. Um, yep. I just think somebody's going to get squeezed out. And maybe Ekman Larson does, you know, get a spot as well. Yeah. The big ice suits him well. And I think he's probably probably more comfortable almost in the Swedish uniform than the Coyotes jersey. Hot take. Yep. So he yep. could be in there. I, I just thought Clefbaum, Eric Carlson would be a good third pairing. Again, who knows? Yeah. Uh, are you going to talk about goalies? Do you want to talk about goalies? Or do you want me? Yeah, to? I'll talk about goalies. I'll talk about goalies. Um, Sweden, 
I think we know who's pick, who this is going to be. Jacob Markstrom. Yeah. He's just he's been dynamic for the Canucks. Him and Pedersen have been the backbone of that team, and again, they're going to be, be that for a while. Markstrom's still got some life left in him. He's still a great goalie. Still getting better. Like it, it's easy to pick. And then I think backups. Robin, Robin Leonard's your two, and then your three is kind of a toss-up. Linus Hallmark, he's there for me out of Buffalo, but again, Lundqvist could be there. Um, Andrew Nilsson could be there. More likely, Lundqvist will be there, but I, I, we'll I, I'm kind of intri- intrigued with Lundqvist, not from a Swedish yeah. perspective, but from an also a Rangers perspective, where he, you know, he's almost getting forced out as the third goalie, even though they still got quite a bit of money left to go with his yeah. contract. And again, we'll talk about Russia either today or another in another pod. Yeah. Because that goalie there, he's Shosturkin, uh, right? Is that his name? Yeah. They got well. They got a couple of good guys. They got Gorgiev, I believe, and Shosturkin. Gorgiev, yeah, right. Gorgiev. Um, do you want to talk about Russia or Finland? Oh, uh, I think let's do Finland. You want we'll to Finland? do Russia another day. All right. We'll see if those Russians are allowed to actually participate in the Olympics. Uh, are allowed to play, yeah. No, for sure. Let's talk about Finland, because, right. again, they're an up-and-coming team. Got some dynamic some dynamic players, and I, and I think... Um, we'll just go back and forth here. We'll go between the lines. I think you got to you got to go with Line A. Line A's yeah. there. Barkov's there. Mikko Rantanen. I think there's no arguing that no. first line. Um, second line, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with Aho. Yep. And if you're going to go, go with Aho, you got to go with Teravainen. I, I think, you know, they're kind of one and two, kind of inseparable with the Canes. Um, it, it's, yeah. And then, actually, I'm going to go with another hot take here. I'm going to go with Kasperi Kapanen. I'm going to take Kapanen. Uh, he's kind of been a weird fit this year with Toronto as well because um, it's an odd situation what they have going with their forwards and who they're paying and trying to fit all the guys. I think he's probably going to be a second liner in, in Team Finland in 2022. Yeah, I like that. So. All right, um, third line for me. Um, again, Nashville Predators have loaded up their team, and again, one of, one of their star fans, Michael Granlund, he's on this team, on the Finland team for sure. Um, Ruby Hintz out of Dallas, he's, again, he's dynamic. Um, again, I think Kako is going to get better, and by the time 2022 rolls around, he'll be even better. He'll be 20 years old, two years of growth. Maybe he'll stop using a 60-flex stick. Um, <laughs> maybe he'll use a 75 and actually pop shots off really well. Um, <laughs> won't break a thousand sticks. Whatever. Anyways, that, that, is, that is such a source for sport. Source for sports like 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 retail shop. Like, hey, bro, bro, get a 75. Like, stop fucking around with the 60 flex. Get the 75 and stop, you know, fucking around here. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Oh, boy. But, yeah, Kako's there for sure. We also got yeah. to do an SYP rewind of last year's draft about the Kako Hughes debate as well. Yeah, we should do that for sure. Uh, I mean, I also, yeah, Kaka Niemi and Donskoy are two guys also I think that should be on that team as well. Yep, I like that. So. Cool. All right, now up to the defense. I think... Um, Finland's defense isn't as strong as the other three teams we talked about, but I think there's the there. You, you cut out on me. You cut. He's the face of Finland hockey. I think. 
Washington. But he's a dynamic defenseman. He is someone that's just so fun to watch. And, yeah. You said Heiskanen, right? You cut out, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Heiskanen. Yeah, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to blame my shitty Wi-Fi for all these commu- miscommunications and failures today. I don't think it's you. I think it's me. All good. Um, Ristolainen, another guy that's there too. Rasmus out of Buffalo. The other Rasmus is there for sure. Um, Ras- all right, second Ra- Ra- Ras- Rasmus and Rasmus on uh, two different na- nations, though. It's the Battle of Rasmuses. Yeah, I wonder how they get along. I mean, I'm sure they get along. I'm sure they're fine. I mean, you just, you know, you go to Buffalo, you settle it over some Timmies, and then you're good and you're fine. And you know, because what else are you going to do in Buffalo? You're literally the only ticket in Buffalo is the Sabers. Yeah. Maybe you go watch some AAA baseball in the summer, and that's about it. That's about maybe the Bills. Maybe. Yeah, the Bills. Uh, Bills Mafia. They're coming up. Bills Mafia. All right, second bear. Oli Mata. Oli Mata. And? Your boy, Sammy Vatnin. Fuck yeah. There you go. I was waiting for that. You, you were... You New were... Jersey. Pardon? New Jersey, or New Jersey Devil now. Sammy Vatnin. You, well, he's still your boy. He is, but... You still got to root for him, even though he's on New Jersey. Oh, oh I that, that trade, the Henrik and Vatnin trade, that worked out so well for us Ducks. Like, I'm not complaining one bit. Henrik's done a way better job than Kessler has, so... What a shocker! Um, right. What's your what's your, uh, your final line? Essa Lindell, another Ooh. Dallas Dallas defenseman. Um, and I put this one. You could go a bunch of ways. Um, Henry Yokoharu out of Chicago. Yeah. Udavar, yeah, like out of really, Columbus, like. It's really too bad that Yokoharu Nylander trade. Like, I'm. It's not a horrible trade, but it's just like I, I still don't get it from the Chicago perspective. Yeah. I could be, you know, it is what it is, but. It is, yeah. And my seventh guy, Valimaki, out of Calgary. I think he's going to develop and he's going to get better. Again, he's he's developed quite slowly in Calgary, but. He's fun know. to watch. I really like watching him play for the Flames. Like, he, he, I wouldn't be shocked if he's maybe on the top six, too. Yeah. So, yeah. he he can definitely get in there. Uh, goalies, you got Tuca, I'm assuming, as your starter. It's 100%. Quite obvious. Obvious. And um, UC Soros is my backup. One of them. Right. And the other one. Who? My other backup is Ranta. Yep. I was gonna say it's gonna be between him and Koskinen. I don't know about Koskinen. Koskinen. He was good for like a bit last year, and he hasn't been yeah. quite the same. I think like this. Like I think Mike Smith has been the reason for Edmonton's success this year. I mean, he could, he could, you know, Costanen can make the team. I just think it's, you know, I think it's Ranta. I could be wrong. Yep. Who knows? Well, well, I like that. That's a good pick. Either, either way you go with that, like you're not going to go wrong. So. No, exactly. So, any any other okay. 2022 Olympic hot takes, question, statements, comments you got to make here? They're going to happen. The games are on 2022 Beijing. Be there. It's going to be a fun time. Um, they will happen for sure. The, the virus will be, the coronavirus will be well over by that point. There'll be, I think there won't be any issues at all. They'll have everything cleared up. That's still a couple years away. Like, do you think, but do you think there'll be guys who are t- almost timid to go to uh, China because of COVID? I, 
don't know. I think there'll be a bit of concern, but again, like the Olympics are always well run, and again, Beijing two thousand eight was was well well done. Yeah. So yeah. there's no reason why twenty twenty two won't be the same. Better, bigger, better facilities, better services. Like, will there be I any, think will, it'll, will there be any snow? Where they do the skiing, yeah, because again, that once out of Beijing, where they're going to do the skiing and stuff, that's going to be up in the mountains, mm-hmm. and there'll be snow up there. Probably not in Beijing, sure. though. There won't be much. There might be a bit. Again, it was like Sochi. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of snow yeah. on the ground. But again, like, up in the mountains, there's just snow. And I think it'll be fine. I think it, it's all going to work out. Again, I think every every year they have concerns with snow and all that. But I don't know. It'll, like well, it'll be also interesting if they can get the Tokyo, the Tokyo Olympics going away next year, too. Obviously, yeah. this year wasn't going to work out. Next year, I think they've been saying about how they're not going to have it unless they can get a vaccine. Right. I, I, but I, I, think the tw- I think the 22 will go on. I don't know about next year. Who knows? We'll see. Again, and so much can change in six months. So much can change in a year. Like, we'll just have to wait and see and see what happens. So. Well, and who knows even if NHL players are going to... Like, you would think... And it, it seemed like before COVID that NHL players were on track to go play in Beijing. But... Again, who knows? Mm-hmm. You, you never know. And um, I think after, after the whole COVID thing, the NHLP and, and NHL itself are working really well together through the, through the whole COVID thing. And again, that could also mean that they get sent to the Olympics. And I think I think NHL players want to go to the Olympics. I think they want to I, yeah. have a, I they want to have a true best on best. And I think the World Cup's great, but it's just not the Olympics. It's not, it doesn't have the same feel to me. I think it's something that we'll hopefully see in 2022. See some. And again, that I think again, growing the game in China is a big thing that um, the NHL has tried to do. And Gary, with Gary Bettman at the helm, he's tried to help out with. And I think if you have the best players there, that's going to even further grow it. And I, I, I don't, I don't see how now with COVID, but it's just if you put COVID aside, I, I don't know how the NHL would say no to going to China. But again. You just don't know, and it's still a long ways out. Like it's almost like a year and a half no. away. So, absolutely. All right, thanks, Scott, for coming on. Really appreciate hey. it. Thanks for coming. We'll do this right. again soon. Honored to be on the first video pod. We'll have to do it again. We'll get some other guys on. Get a big call going. I I, I don't know about that. We'll just have to see about that. That might turn out disastrous. If like the the worst thing about like with COVID and now we're all doing these video calls. The worst part is when it's like take like for us it's taking us an hour to get it set up and it's just like hey can you hear me can you see me like can you guys hear me and it's just like yeah exactly and it's the, but it's like the worst too with like just fucking yes you're fine or no it's not and like you just have to try and get set up and it is what it is but we'll we'll make it work we'll make it work though for sure we'll do it again sometime and uh, you're up in Squamish. Soon. We're gonna come up to Squamish soon, and then we're gonna be doing uh, SYP Summer Olympics too. We're getting, we're actually getting pretty close to that too. Of getting people, we're getting our events, we're getting our sports, and we're getting people to sign up for it too. And people have been asking about that, so. Cool. All right. Awesome. We'll get it going. We'll chat to more as creators. We'll get everything sorted, and we'll get it going. So. Sounds good, big guy. Good to t- good to talk. Thanks for everybody for listening. Peace out. We'll sure. chat soon. See you guys.